that is really exciting to me that you sort of have this moment where the, the, the sort of, you know, the, the stars are aligning where there's been all of this uphill battle to get collabs and, and other, you know, the tech scene to where it is today where people are, are focusing on it, right? And we have that focus and we have all these elements that you don't find in larger centers like, a, you know, a Toronto, which is we're not fractured. Welcome to Startup Build, the show where we discuss what it's like to build a tech startup and a startup ecosystem in a small city. I'm Mike Wolsfeld, our host is Dan Gold, and today we're talking with Matt Steffen, the new executive director of Collabs, Saskatoon's tech incubator. In under four years, Collabs has already left a lasting legacy in the Saskatoon tech community. Thanks in no small part to its recently departed co-founders, Jordan Duchak and Alex Shimla. They've left two pairs of big shoes to fill, and if anybody's up to the task, it's Matt Steffen. A Saskatchewan native, Matt is returning to the province from the Toronto tech scene to lead Collabs into its next chapter. We talked with Matt about making the move back to his home province and his vision for Collabs moving forward. Welcome to Startup Phil. Startup Phil is brought to you by Innovation Place and Martin Charles Communications. I am delighted to have with me today Matt Steffen, the new executive director of Colabs. Matt, welcome to Startupville. Thank you so much, Dan. Excited to be here virtually, of course. <laughs> virtually, look, we're inside our boxes side by side. This is this is incredible technology. It's beautiful quality. Um, but I I'm sad that we're not face to face, but with everything going on. It's fine. It just means we can look forward to that handshake at some point in 2022. Um, let's start from the beginning. You're the new ED of Colabs. Um, what What's your background? I mean, where, where are you from? Are you a Saskatchewan person? Are you, well, you're clearly Canadian. I'm getting that hint. Uh, but uh, give me a bit of a backstory. Tell me like a movie as it sets up and there's Basil Exposition explaining it all. Give me your backstory. <laughs> well, it was a cold April night. <laughs> um, I was born and raised in Regina, Saskatchewan. So, uh, you know, loving parents uh, on Almond Grove. It's the same home that uh, I grew up in. My parents are still in to this day which I think is a pretty classic Saskatchewan story. Um, I spent, you know, my, my, my youth falling in love with snowboarding of all sports, considering how flat Saskatchewan is. Um, spent as much time as I could trying to get out to the mountains. My family had a, a, a ski home in Kimberley where we got to escape and go uh, explore the outdoors. And so that was sort of always my guiding light is trying to trying to get away and trying to get into get into the mountains. And uh, it was sort of that love for snowboarding that as soon as I finished high school, I was looking at universities and trying to come up with, you know, what what schools I wanted to go to. And uh, the, the top of the list for me was the UBC Okanagan campus, actually in Kelowna, British Columbia. Uh, so that is what really, you know, sort of set me on my journey. I was chasing powder as, as quick as as quick as I could uh, spent the better part of three years at uh, the University of British Columbia Okanagan campus in Kelowna there. And, and this was a pretty cool time. Like this is when, you know, Kelowna was really trying to 
uh, position itself as this mini Silicon Valley of Canada. So there was a lot of focus on the university for technology and innovation and creating interdisciplinary teams of students to build ideas. And it was it was that sort of influence that sparked me and a couple other students to uh, get together and build what we thought would be a pretty cool mobile application platform, essentially like a social network, but for events. Uh, we had fallen in love with the idea of music festivals and you know, at, at one point when we could all gather, uh, we thought that there was a, a better way to share your experiences and to do that through a mobile app. Uh, so we created a company around it. We called it FestFeed, like festival and newsfeed put together and got uh, involved in the community. Accelerate Okanagan is sort of the, the CoLab's counterpart in Kelowna. And we got the opportunity to go through that program. And that's really where you know, we're, we're in Startupville now, which I, I think is, is part of the greater startup land. And that's when, uh, you know, I, I really I really kind of got my first exposure and experience with startup land was was in Kelowna. And so, you know, that's where my sort of entrepreneurial journey started. We spent, you know, a, a ton of time building FestFeed. We got actually invited to uh, Vancouver to take part in another program called The Next Big Thing. That was this really you know exciting chance for us to take it to the big city. You know, we were in Vancouver. We, we actually put university on pause and, and moved out to Vancouver to pursue our idea, pursue this program. Uh, it was put on by Ryan Holmes, who's the, the founder of Hootsuite, one of Canada's you know, unicorn companies. And we actually had the chance through the program to spend eight months working out of the Hootsuite offices. Uh, so this was like, you know, my our, our first chance to see what a high performing startup company looked like, you know, at that time, Hootsuite was growing incredibly fast. And it was just there was an energy. And, and we like to say there was something in the water when we look at our cohort and sort of where everybody ended up. Um, so, you know, did that for about three years. And, and that was, uh, you know, an amazing experience. But just where we ended up and the product that we ended up selling was not uh, not exactly where we had, had set out to you know, set out to do. And I think we had to have a hard conversation as founders to say like, well, you know, are we going to, are we going to spend the rest of our lives building this or do we want to, you know, pursue other, other opportunities and, and check out, you know, other, other options. And so sort of after that conversation, I, I started dabbling in some consulting and just basically working with other startup companies. And one of those companies was actually a Saskatchewan based technology company called Frontrunner. And Frontrunner is, is where, I had the opportunity to sort of step into a new echelon of, of startup company. You know, the, the dollar values were higher, the uh, contract sizes were bigger, the team was larger and more experienced. And I was, uh, you know, a young gun that was coming in to try and do what I could to help out. And I just sort of, you know, continued to, to work with Frontrunner and, and, and Nathan Elliott, the founder there, who's a native of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And he invited me out to Toronto to help build the, the market there. And that's where I spent the better part of the last two years. And, you know, with the pandemic, I think like most people, it was sort of this opportunity to just take stock of the things in your life and family being a big thing for me, uh, more so recently than ever. My grandparents actually just moved back to Saskatoon, like in November of, of 2020. So sort of this perfect storm when the collabs opportunity come, came up, I, I heard a voice from God to just apply for it. And that was sort of my, the step that I needed. I said, okay, I'll dip my toe in it. And, and actually started with a conversation with Jordan Duchek, the, you know, the former executive director. And he was really, you know, good about just explaining to me what Collabs is doing and, and the momentum that it was carrying. And I said, okay, you know, after that conversation, I'm definitely going to put in my application and, you know, the rest is really history. And uh, it's been an absolute whirlwind and a, and a blur, but it's, uh, you know, that, that, that's the synopsis, Dan, that, that's led us to this conversation today. 
wow, what a journey. And I look at the paths that you've trodden in 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 tech terms over a over a relatively long time because of that experience that you've gained, but in in true terms, over such a compressed time because the nature of startups and tech and click, click, move on, move on is so fast and the um uh, the 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 journey that you've had um i have a soft spot for anyone who not only says that they put family first but actually does something about it and for someone to have such connection to not only the previous generation but the generation before that to to really for that really truly to matter to them is it, it's truly touching Whilst not at the same time, I mean, let's take a Hallmark movie. I'm not saying your life is like a Hallmark movie, but let's look at the classic Hallmark movie. Someone gets the greatest opportunity in the world. They go to the big city, then they realise that they're not happy in the big city or whatever the premise is. And they end up realising uh, that after the during the holidays, they go home, they spend some time, they reconnect with loved ones. And then it's this big balance of big city you know, my love and my heart is here and it's this tearing thing. But the reality is when someone is so centred in family, it's not actually that big a challenge because it's right there at the heart. So enough about the Christmas movies. Um, I'm interested. Going from someone who's, um, from that point of view of uh, the experience within the the tech space being a player in it someone who's been at the been at the coal phase someone who has been there iterated realized that you've got to pivot and and for personal and professional and and the geographical changes that you've been through how do you feel that that helps you in your new role as the ed of collabs in that well i mean it I, I immediately am going to say, well, you're going to say it's the mentoring side of it. But but having lived that journey, what is it that you bring from that and those experiences to run collabs? That's a great question, uh, Dan. And I do I do want to commend you. I, I love the uh, that out of that story that that's the the thing that you pulled from that is the family component because you know it, it's definitely an it's an undertone and it's something I think you know I've put. I put on the back burner of my life as I sort of, you know, pursued this career, but bringing that family component into the, the forefront of my life again, and being back in Saskatchewan, it's sort of like, there's all this other stuff in life that, you know, outside of professional and career that um, when you put family first, it's like, it's really just opened up my mind space and, and almost like I, I took the, the difficulty level of my life from, from hard and like shifted it down to easy a little bit because they've been so great about getting me set up and, delivering meals. And it's just, it's incredible <laughs> having that, uh, that family component. So, um, but to your question about, you know, how that helps me in collabs, like collabs is an organization. And what really attracted me to this opportunity was that it's, it's founder first from the, from the top down, like our, our board of directors is, you know, we, we've, we've fixated on founders, people that have built technology companies here in the province. And, that set us up to operate that the filter we make all our decisions through is, is this going to help the founders? And I think where it helps me and, and sort of where we're at in this next chapter for collabs as we look to, you know, really just, you know, level up everything that we're doing and continue the momentum is that that filter for, is this helping the founders? 
you know, I, I like to put myself just, you know, I, 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 I associate so closely with them. And it, I think it really does help that as we have all these difficult decisions to make, and especially with, you know, you know, the, the pandemic as we're doing, you know, virtual programming, and we have to shift the way that we're operating, the way that we're doing things without that in-person component. Um, I'm just using that my past experiences as the filter to run through should we, you know, should we go this way or should we go that way? And, and who are the types of people that we want to engage with and, and bring to our community to get exposure and, and to help them get to the next level? And it's, you know, a lot of the things that I, I wish I had when I was, you know, building, building our company. And um, I think there's also an element of humility that, that comes from my experiences as well. Like I, I sit across from founders that have it far sur surpassed and exceeded thing, you know, accomplished things that I could have only dreamed of. And I get to tell them that, you know, that I'm so, I'm so honored to be able to be working with them and to, you know, trying to help them reach the next level and to solve their problems from a place of humility, recognizing like, I understand how hard it was. And, and, you know, I never got to the level that you're at and, and I have a respect for that as well. So I think those are two of the elements that, I definitely pull into this this role, uh, given that I've been on the other side of the table going through programs like like Collabs as well. And when we take all of the um, elements of what Collabs is, there's one ex it, it, it piece that we always struggle to take away from it. And in fairness, it's the personality and the charisma of the previous ED who really did drive this in the public public conscience and and I don't think we can take away from anything I mean firstly we should celebrate everything that Jordan and the team did to get it to where right. it is now um I remember and, and this is a story that I haven't really told on Startupville I remember the day it was very early it must have been 2015 must have been something like that Jordan and I had a coffee at um outside the 220 we're sat there at the table and, and we're doing the getting to know you kind of feeling out where we're at and and, and who we are as uh, as people uh, introducing ourselves and he pulled out this piece of paper out of his jacket and he 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 showed me this vision for this space which evolved into collabs and you know his his dreams of what it could be and looking at the final pieces that Jordan did via media and video and owned content that he put out there, it really did come to fruition. I think it, you know, and I can't speak on his behalf, it became more than he ever hoped for. Um, how do you ensure that you continue? I mean, you're a, you're a, you're a, someone who's very good at communication and marketing and and really engaging with people i already know that from from the day that you were announced and i stalked you on linkedin um uh, but how do you continue that momentum in a period where we are facing challenges ignoring the lack of face-to-face -face engagement but from the point of view of you know, the tech scene inevitably, like anything else, there isn't the level of collision. The number of innovations per month will naturally slow down to an extent. But how do you continue that motivation in the public psyche? As we know that the tech sector in, in terms of job creation is that fast 
hot-blooded space of moving forwards for Saskatchewan and growing on the great base we have in in other areas. How do you keep that motivate that momentum going with t- in terms of internally with the sector, in terms of partnership with education, and also in the psyche of the public? Yeah, that's a, a phenomenal question, Dan, and uh, it's a big one. You know, um, I think as I've settled into the role that that question around like what's the vision for collabs now is come up, you know, a number of times. And I'm sort of the first to recognize that, you know, I've seen and, and sort of, you know, been fortunate enough to experience a couple different ecosystems, right? So Kelowna and sort of the, the momentum that it was building and then, you know, Vancouver as well. And, and sort of you, you hit a different size and, and a different uh, sort of scale and, and, and level of operations, right? And and then you hit Toronto, which is the most recent of seeing, you know, glimpses of, of how that ecosystem and, and so just how massive it is and how fractured it is. And now coming back to Saskatchewan and, you know, doing what I can to sort of compare those ecosystems, I, I really do think, you know, Saskatchewan is what we could call an emerging ecosystem. Um, there is a ton of you know, focus on it from the federal level through the provincial government all the way down to, you know, municipal level and what the cities of Saskatoon and Regina are doing. And um, that is really exciting to me that you sort of have this moment where the, the, the sort of, you know, the, the stars are aligning where there's been all of this uphill battle to get collabs and, and other, you know, the tech scene to where it is today where people are, are focusing on it, right? And we have that focus. And we have all these elements that you don't find in larger centers like a, you know, a Toronto, which is we're not fractured. We're, we, we can very easily create alignment between, you know, collabs and cultivator and collabs and, you know, the University of Saskatoon or sorry, Saskatchewan, who's been a, a huge supporter since day one and and really, you know, trying to shape those alignments in a way that's going to benefit not only entrepreneurs in Saskatoon, but but in the province, right? And, and obviously, we have some unique challenges around uh, accessing rural communities and, and sort of involving them in, in the excitement and involving them in the community. And and we're looking at ways to do that always. Um, so, you know, to, to directly answer your question, it's like, how do we maintain the momentum? I think it's it's now more than ever is about strengthening our ties between different organizations, different groups, creating more alignment, um, and then you know bringing bringing people together. Like I think one of the biggest you know value adds that Collabs has brought outside of the core programming is uniting the prairies. You know here is this phenomenal event that has the thesis and the the you know the the idea of bringing both Manitoba and Alberta together to basically create these like economies of scale so that. Silicon Valley and the, and and you know um, these bigger these bigger ecosystems take notice of what's happening in the prairies, and that was one of the the first things that I, I sort of said to our internal team here is you know yes we're going to be implementing some systems and you're going to see a lot more sophisticated digital marketing and you're going to see an updated brand and website out of collabs like those things will happen, um, but beyond that it's about expanding our sphere of influence like how do we take what's happening in Saskatchewan and, and share that message more broadly um, so that we're able to provide our founders and our technology ecosystem here the the sort of you know um, exposure and the you know the, the the 
what it needs to, to reach that next level, because we are still emerging and we, I think we can pull on so many sources to do that. So that, that's, that's really the way that I'm conceptualizing this as, as I've spent, you know, three weeks in the role, just trying to have conversations and understand like where we are today and, and what we have to lean on. I'm very excited that, uh, Matt, you have this really clear vision and, 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 set of goals and I'm sure you and your board will be um, building this structure into place. I really like what you say because my my perspective on this having spent my time before moving here was in London and we had a dedicated accelerator for fintech at 11.39 in Canary Wharf and that was you know, very intense for that, but they didn't often cross over to what was happening, let's say, over at Tech Hub, at one of the Google buildings, because, you know, that was more, you know, a, a disparate mix of, you know, tech ideas and founders and innovators and entrepreneurs. And and they never really got together in any great way. But the whole Silicon Roundabout idea of bringing different um, accelerators and workspaces together to collaborate, share ideas, etc. You know, it kind of worked, but they were working so hard to get more members off of each other constantly that um, it, it, you know, when you get to that scale of, of the millions and millions and millions of people, you, you don't have that community feeling for sure. The quality of life working in a place like that is very different. You don't have that ability to switch off, go to the countryside, you know, go up north, go go spend some time in the trees, go uh, west and find some mountains. They're there. Um, and, and the such like. So it's a very different environment. I'm also very glad that Colabs looked forwards and rather from the point of view of having an administrator, like a bureaucratic administrator, it seems a real, real statement of intent that they've focused on someone who has true experience of innovation, entrepreneurism, being a part of a startup, what it is truly to pivot rather than being someone in a in a fixed long term career. It's it's a it's a different mindset. So I celebrate them for for that move as well. Aside from the pandemic, if you had a hope, along with the, you know, elements of a rebrand, along with the um, new pieces of communication, maybe no, new style of communication, you know, that, that, piece, that piece that you do, um, what are your hopes moving forward? Have you got any programming in a sense where you're going to encourage diversity? That's a great, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I think diversity is something that, you know, for, for me professionally and, and personally as well has been um, really, really highlighted. I think for a lot of us, 2020 was a year that was really difficult and, and we, we had to face a lot of um, challenging questions, all for the betterment of our society. Um, you know, we saw the Black Lives Matter movement really highlighting um, some of the, 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 the trauma that so many people have faced and the difficulty that we as a society, you know, that we, we, we have to have these difficult conversations. And it's only through that, 
and through education that we're going to be able to move forward towards a better world, right? And and in in Saskatchewan and, and in Canada here, you know, we have our own unique challenges um, and and our own you know history where we need to acknowledge you know Indigenous communities and we need to acknowledge the you know even the the land that we're we're we're, we're sitting and, and standing on today. And so part of my role in this, you know, sort of information collection um, mode that I'm in right now is been doing everything that I can to engage Indigenous communities in conversation and, and sort of digging into my Rolodex to see some of the amazing people and the amazing work that's doing um, in that space. You know, we have uh, the Saskatchewan Indian Institute of, Institute of Technology that, you know, is is excited to be doing some work in the Sort of incubator accelerator space and i've had conversations with uh you know riel and and his his team over there to understand what you know how can we support in this how can we work together in this and, uh, similarly you know going back to some of my connections in vancouver um we've got uh you know the fireweed fellowship out of vancouver that's um you know supporting indigenous entrepreneurs and um you know i'm, I'm having these conversations with different groups to understand you know that there's a unique set of challenges with Indigenous communities and Indigenous innovators and, and how do we engage them, uh, whether that's through specific programming or you know, doing a better job of it, involving them in, in the, the programming that we have today. So that's that's one element of you know, diversity that I'm, I'm super excited about, um, as well as, you know, with Collabs, one of the things that, you know, by not, not necessarily by design of the program, but just by design of sort of our selection process of looking for the best entrepreneurs that we can find, um, you know, we have it's almost exactly a 50% male to female founder ratio. And, and there's an incredibly high number of, of females involved in the leadership teams of our startup companies. And that's something that, you know, I, I have to, I have to give, um, you know, the, the previous leadership all the credit for, I'm, I'm sort of stepping into that, but continuing those conversations and continuing to lean into conversations with female founders. And, you know, we have our, our women in tech night, and we've had a lot of conversations internally about what form does that take to, you know, extend into the community and, and what form will that take moving forward? So, you know, diversity is, is a huge, um, it's a huge personal passion of mine and, and something that I'm, you know, I'm quite humble in saying that I have a lot to learn and, and I'm really just trying to have those conversations and, and try to learn as much as I can, recognizing that I do believe as collabs, we have a responsibility um, towards engaging marginalized communities. And it's, it's one of the top three priorities that I, I sort of brought to our team outside of expanding our sphere of influence, is, you know, which encapsulates that is how do we engage marginalized communities? And it's, it's something that I'm personally passionate about for sure. I have a sign over there on my board um, and it says listening is learning and it truly is before we can act on anything the the importance to listen and learn and then the final piece is act the action actually matters and it's something that i'm certainly going to watch very closely because i believe and i know that you'll be leading in that direction particularly um matt uh, time has beaten us. I'm I'm really sad to say. I I give you a virtual uh, fist bump on on uh, our communication there. Uh, oh, that was a bit threatening there. Um, uh, Matt, where could people find out more information about you? Uh, yeah, me, me personally, um, LinkedIn's a great way to connect. I've also got a personal website, mattstefan.com, where there's a little bit more on sort of what I value and stuff like that. Uh, so that's the best way to best way to reach me. And as unlikely as it is, 
if people wanted to find out more information about collabs um is there somewhere they could sign up for information to really keep track of these changes and obviously the website yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, co-labs.ca is the, the URL there. Um, but we're super active across all socials. So LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, follow us there and you can keep up with all our updates. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Place, helping grow the tech sector in Saskatchewan, Canada, and is produced in partnership with Martin Charlton Communications at wetellyourstories.ca. Our show is produced by me, Mike Wolsfeld, and our host, Dan Gold. Our theme music is from Gigi Riggs and Reactor Productions. Learn more about us and our guests at innovationplace.com slash startupville. And find us on Facebook and Twitter at Startupville Pod. See you next time on Startupville.